Podcast where a band gives you advice. Woo! Wow. <laughs> this isn't my real voice. <laughs> but I'm enjoying using it. Taryn Popplewell on the ones and twos. Hi everyone. I'm Taryn Popplewell. I play guitar and sing in the fictitious dishes. I'm joined by my two bandmates. To my left I have Jackie. Jackie, what do you play? I play bass. <laughs> oh, does she? To my right, Liz. Liz, what do you play? Guitar. And what do you sing? Two Everything songs. Two songs, you guys. <laughs> Two songs. All right, enough of that. <laughs> Taryn, taking over the intro today, guys. Yeah, so trying something new. I, I hope Posting this hasn't like, the ruined your week. You were waiting for the dulcet tones of Elizabeth McCann to ease you into your podcast, but you're, you're stuck with me. <laughs> Uh, who who isn't here is an important question, and that Maggie, is Maggie. our dear sweet drummer Maggie, um, taken to faraway shores. <laughs> she will return us when she feels like it. To return us. to us when yeah. she feels like it. Uh, we miss her dearly because she always has crisp advice, gets right to the point. No beating around no the bush. Bullshit. But you won't get any of that today. You'll get lots of bullshit and beating around the bush. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, we are Long the Fictitious Dishes. Way. This is our advice podcast. If you find yourself in need of advice, I encourage you to send us a Facebook message. Facebook.com slash the Fictitious Dishes. Hit us up on Instagram. Shoot us an email at thefictitiousdishes at gmail.com. <coughs> fictitious dishes is fun to say, but difficult to spell. So More T's than you would expect. More T's. Don't forget the tit in fictitious <laughs> is the way that I remember how to spell that word. Um, so thefictitiousdishes at gmail.com, Facebook, Instagram. We're connected, you guys. Mm-hmm. You, could, <laughs> you could snap us, but we wouldn't get that. Yes. We're also streaming online. Oh my god! We're on Spotify. Spotify, We're on Apple Music. Google Play. Yep, all of it. We're we're on all kinds of other platforms that you've probably haven't heard of. (laughs) We are on iHeartRadio. That's one I knew about. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. We're on iHeartRadio. So So um, you guys just stream it. Just stream it. Stream it. Just just stream it. Put us in your playlist. Just stream it. Use us in your Instagram videos. I think that's Use something us. I signed I up like for. That. Use or us. maybe it was YouTube. I signed up for one of them. We are free. some kind of YouTube thing. Yeah. Um, that is YouTube. But there's like an ad before the song. Whoa. So, um, and while you're streaming us, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Hit the little heart. Give us all the stars. We won't accept anything less than nope. all the stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, Liz has like hacked the algorithm, and this this is her her request to you, our loyal listeners. Five stars or nothing. Five, Five stars or nothing. But if there's an option for six stars, then we want six. Mm-hmm. We want all the stars. Just to make that clear, thefictitiousdishes at gmail.com. Send us your questions. Um, so, I think... We're done with all of that business now. Mm-hmm. Let's get to our questions. Do, Jackie, we have a, do we have a theme for this? A theme? This is just um. This is just fun. No, theme. Okay, yeah. so theme is fun. Last time, the it... theme is fun this week. 
All right, so this one comes from our good friends at Craigslist forums whoop, whoop. because it's really entertaining to what? What did I say? <laughs> to Craigslist. <laughs> to list on the Craig. List with Craig. To Craig yeah. the list. To peruse the Craigslist session. Anyways, I can't talk. So this one says uh, it's a food issue. Haven't had a food one in a long time. No, it used to, used to be our thing. Yeah, yeah the, food the Craigslist food form has been a little bit. Boring. God, you think of all you think of. I have to say, this one's kind of boring. So. I know. Uh, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel here. I thought I'd just do it just for good measure right. in case so anyone was wondering. All right, let me go. I have. <laughs> let me go, Taryn. Let me go. I have. <laughs> I have a package of ground coffee that's five years old. The package is sealed and it has never been opened. Do you think it's okay to use? Really? This is. A, this is a, but this person didn't know. Yes, I think I think it's okay to use. Uh, I, I, I don't think, think coffee short, goes bad. Yeah, the short answer is just drink the damn there are, coffee. There are two answers you can rely on when asking the fictitious dishes for advice. It's yes and no. Dump him and yes, eat it. It's fine. These are two patterns that we have established. Really, you're listening to three ladies who just destroyed a wedge of expired stilton cheese. Yeah, January third. January third, and it is March fourteenth. March seventh. I almost so I almost just gave it away that this is so you were probably listening to this in early March. Uh, we are recording in mid-January. I almost time travel. I almost, I almost gave it away. I almost said you. Oh, you would think with the holidays there'd be tons of food questions, and I stopped myself. You couldn't do it. <laughs> I couldn't do it. <laughs> January. So we just parked down. Uh, yeah, Stilton stinky, creamy, delicious. So we cheese. ate. Oh god, it about was ten good. days expired. Listen, so far so good. Yeah, we're fine. We're gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. Stilton doesn't really go bad; it just gets better. Stinkier. <laughs> anyway, so, right, so, uh, so yeah, no, no. I think it might. I think right? coffee. It might like lose its flavor, but I don't think it would. Yeah, go it could be bad, like right? pharmaceuticals where it loses its potency. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, not gonna kill you. It's yeah. not gonna kill you. I mean. If it smells rotten in some kind of way, use use your sniffer yeah. to yeah. answer that question. If there's something that smells off about it, or looks off about it necessarily, but if it smells like coffee and it tastes like coffee, then it probably is coffee. There was like a big report, like gosh, this might have been like two years ago, but there was there wasn't there, like a huge report <laughs> about how like America's uh, food labeling, like when stuff expires, is like wildly oh big time oh, yeah. it's like, super arbitrary tells you it, it's, it's arbitrary like, yeah. and it, well and it tells when you stuff expires like way before it does and when we throw out a lot by. of good food in this country so yeah. yeah too much good food yeah you know i have always my old roommate used to look at the the dates and throw food out and like and that's bonkers and mm-hmm. i just was like no if it smells bad then i don't eat it <laughs> yeah i've been eating expired mustard for like the last Fine. It still spreads fine. It tastes delicious. Yeah, it's great. So, 
So yeah. If it smells like what it's, it's supposed to be, if it tastes like what it's supposed yeah, to be, you're probably, probably cool fine. to eat it or drink it's ex- it. I mean, it's not like it's, it's milk or yeah. Dairy and meat, uh, I'd be a little more careful about, yeah. but pretty much anything else. Can I, I tell you, do. we almost um, we we pulled a, a. I went home one day, and I found outside of our dumpster a full turkey. A oh, you did cooked or uncooked? Uncooked frozen <coughs> turkey. Like not in a, in a bag, in, in the bag, original bag, in the original bag, not, not in opened. another bag, not opened at all, completely hermetically sealed. And I was like, oh man, should I just bring this home? And I did. <laughs> Jackie, you're my new hero. You are my new hero. Did you cook that turkey? Nope, I didn't. Oh. I threw it out because we were like, oh man, I like we looked it up on the internet and we were like, oh. who would throw a whole turkey away? Yeah, and then, did you open it up? No, we didn't. We ended up because. I had had food poisoning in July and I didn't want any more. Well, you cook it. Okay, kill no, whatever is in there. I'm not, I'm not. I'd still be a little nervous. I got a little nervous and I did throw it away. <coughs> but we we did. Me and my boyfriend, we really thought we we did a good week long. I applaud you for it. considering it. <laughs> but it was hogging up a lot of room in my freezer and I had to yeah. do it. I had to get it go. Dang. Dang. I mean, I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> But See, I'm not big on even turkey. That's the thing. It's yeah. like I only grabbed it because it was like a waste of food. Yeah, yeah. And so to that point, wherever you are, if you check your Facebook groups, see if you have a buy nothing Facebook buy group nothing. in your region. It's and awesome. when you have like an extra turkey that you don't need or want, Just find someone on the internet and give it to them yeah, instead of putting it in the dumpster and making it? Jackie guess. I didn't actually get it out of the dumpster. It was sitting beside the dumpster and not. But the thing is, it got thawed enough for me to realize that it might not be good. That's, what, see, that's I would, what I don't know how. It I would be nervous just, just not not knowing the entire history of that turkey would weird me out because if if they're frozen <laughs> and you well because yeah. you can't freeze and refreeze and I wouldn't know why not and that's what I did it, it, I, you know I don't actually know it why it messes with like the meat it's no well, it's bacteria something and with bacteria. Even the bacteria to your point again oh. I think when you cook it it goes away but I I don't know I wouldn't chance it you never it. know the food poisoning you never know and let me tell you I had food poisoning in July and yeah. I don't really didn't really want to go it is an unpleasant experience yeah six months with like you know. No, yeah. no solid poops. I remember. <laughs> we were, we were all there. Yeah, <laughs> just said that on the podcast. Take, take it out if you want. No poops. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, next time you're going to throw away a turkey or something else. I see, don't. See, there's probably someone on your Facebook, yeah. lo- your local buy nothing that one. Absolutely. Yeah. Wants that garbage. Anyways. Well, we so, spent way longer on that. Come on. We all right, we're done with this, huh? Next. So this one is uh, this woman who is a 30-year-old female. Uh, her partner, who is a 30-year-old man, uh, is unhappy with the household chore balance and nags me constantly. Help? Um, they've been uh, dating for 10 years, living together for two household oh, they chores. Have a wedding. Together. <laughs> yeah, they've earned it. So yeah, they yeah. have. By Taryn's uh, calculus, listen to our... Listen to our. If you didn't hear the Valentine's Day episode, Love and Other Drugs yeah. podcast that we just did, uh, <laughs> just did on the last one. Uh, I believe that one was titled Bodice Ripper. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we'll make it a bodice see how it all shifts out. Well, yeah. You've probably already heard it. You got the references. Of course, you're listening to yeah. all of these. Sorry, um, sorry for interrupting. Uh, 
Household chores are causing a lot of arguments and friction for us. We split chores roughly equally, and most of the household cleaning gets done the day before we host our weekly games night with friends. Sometimes we fall behind. Uh, I feel like this is forgivable and a non-issue, but my partner disagrees. Here are some arrangements, arguments we have had. He says living in a messy house makes him stressed and unhappy, and that, quote, we need to be better at cleaning. He only brings up this argument when he is behind on his half, or if both of us are behind. Uh, he hates that I, quote, don't feel stressed when we have a messy house. Um, my mom has many stress-related health problems, so I suppress slash avoid it wherever possible. Not sure that's healthy. What? He says, <laughs> but that's not the issue. That's not the issue <laughs> that we're talking about today. He says I should do more housework than him because mm-hmm. I have more downtime. We're both financially well off, and I have worked hard to create the work-life balance I enjoy. He refuses to do the same. He says that I should do extra housework when he is sick or too busy. I don't mind if the house is a little messier than usual, and I don't guilt him. I just quietly make sure we are comfortable, fed, clothed. In the meantime, I would expect the same if the roles were reversed. Um, Furthermore, when he feels like he is, quote, ahead of me on chores and feels I'm being lazy, he starts policing my time, nags me, and throws me significant looks. I'll admit... um, that this has had some really rough patches. There was a period where we he would go on a miserable rant once a month about how he was behind on his chores and how, quote, we need to be better. When I would point out that he was the cause of his own issue, he would agree but still wouldn't let up. I thought about threatening a breakup during that really bad patch, but I don't want to put the strain of an ultimatum on our relationship. Why not? I've also brought up relationship therapy in a casual, lighthearted way. <laughs> got a therapy! dismissive slash offended by the idea I really love this man in every other way and want to build a life together if we could only get past this fixation on chores any advice ay 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 um this guy sounds extremely um he's got some uh anal retentive issues is that the right um one of my things is when people say we need to do this that's super annoying well no it sounds like he only does it when he actually it is him behind so my thing few things. Let me tell you what yeah, I heard okay. while you were Tell reading. me what you heard. Yeah. First off, I heard that they're cleaning their house once a week in preparation for their game nights. Yeah. So how dirty is their house really? Yeah. Like, how, and I guess we, we don't understand what the what the description of dirty is and what the description of clean is. Yeah. But if you're getting your house ready once a week, even if you go two weeks, you're not, mm-hmm. unless you're that really... Dirty. A born tornado. <laughs> like, it's not going to be that dirty. Am Second, I dusty? this Am guy I... is keeping track. Mm-hmm. That's... And that's the thing that is really the red flag That's why it took like, a turn for me. Yeah, and, and let's be fair to him. Everybody will start keeping track about something at some point in the relationship. Like, that is going to happen. But if your house is getting cleaned once a week... um. And then, and you're still like holding grudges. That's weird. That sounds like his own neurosis. He's got something else Mm -hmm. happening there that isn't necessarily related to her. And like, if the house were to be perfectly clean all day, every day, chances are he's going to find something else to be upset about. Um, And then, and then the other, I had a, I had a third talking point. But I can't remember what it is now. No. Oh, oh, it was him thinking that she needs to do more cleaning while he's sick or mm-hmm. working is unfair because yeah. we all chose our careers ourselves. And if he has to go to work and she gets to stay home, like 
that that's that's still not equitable like mm-hmm. then she's basically picking up his slack for yeah. all the time he's wasting at work not being at home cleaning the house like that's not that's not fair yeah i i think uh like as i was i was trying to find a better thing than anal retentive and yeah i think uh this guy clearly has some control issues that express themselves through cleaning which is common that is they say that's a common thing people who feel like things are out of control sometimes uh are crazy about cleaning because that's the only thing because it's a way to control your environment um but yeah which is like it's kind of like it's fine when it's his own issue but then it's it's spilling out into being very controlling of her there was something didn't there was something he said where he starts like tracking her time yeah and like like that's just weird and it's like yeah everyone what were you doing between 10.05 and 10.15 in the morning. Yeah, and, and he's, like, making it into a competition. He says when he when when he, I, when he's ahead of me on chores, he feels like I'm lazy and throws me significant looks. Yeah. And it's, yeah, there, there's a control issue here that is, is, right. is a little uh, unsettling, and I think, uh, yeah. That uh, being said, the whole... I was just thinking about this. Like, being in a relationship with someone where you live with them, those roommate issues can really affect your relationship. And so, like, I don't think it's wrong for this woman to ask, like, am I being unreasonable? And we don't know the state of their apartment. But it is important also, like, it makes a relationship so much easier when you're paired with someone who has the same clean and dirty thresholds Mm -hmm. as you. And, like, if this guy... and. The other thing that stood out to me is that he scoffed at the idea of therapy, yeah. which means he's not, not open, to, open to the idea that maybe he is like a part of this problem, mm-hmm. um, and that it's not that the only that the crux of the issue is the state of the house or the apartment, um, and it's not like his re- response to the state of the apartment or the house. You know, yeah, I think I think she needs to come at him with some I feel statements because uh, he's making I mean, he's making life miserable for her, even when he's saying that it's his own like uh, he's a, so when when he's behind on his half of the chores, he starts saying we need to be better at cleaning. And it's like, no, you need to be better at cleaning. This is your problem. You're yeah. the one you didn't mop the floor or whatever the hell his job was. Yeah. That, that's you. And just like. I don't know, it sounds like he's just making this to be a really uncomfortable living environment, yeah. and I think she needs to let him know that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I, I agree. At first, when I first saw this, I actually thought it was kind of a delightful reversal of the man not thinking, the, of the man doing way more chores than the woman was, which is kind of... But it always comes down to male control. But it's, yeah, but there's like a weird controlling and competitive aspect of it that I is is not fun, and is, yeah, and, yeah, just like... If, if they're okay, they're supposed to clean for game night and game night gets canceled that, and she doesn't do her chores, then, you know, and this guy's, like, giving her shit for it. That's just weird. I don't yeah. know. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. Well, it sounded like she said earlier on that she does pitch in for the cleaning up of game night or the, the, the game night preparation, but, mm-hmm. like, if they fall behind, then he starts to freak out. Yeah, she said sometimes we fall behind. In, I, didn't, I don't think I read this for expediency, but she said in parentheses mm-hmm. she wrote sickness, stress, no guests. I think this is forgivable and a non-issue, but my partner disagrees. <laughs> and so, other solutions could be everybody pitch in 50-50 for a maid. Yeah. I read an article, especially she mentions that they're, like, fairly well off. 
I read an yeah, article that me. like if you Get can me. afford certain things, if there's that that sometimes the the, the time saved. We we both yeah, read that article. The time yeah. yeah the time saved is is worth it. It's it, worth it, more it, than the actual money that you're spending yeah. on it. Yeah. And in this case, their their relationship. But yeah, I would try to the whole thing about that he scoffed at the idea of, of therapy. Like I, I don't think you're making it clear. It, it's it's like it's all about him, right? It's like yeah. he's he's freaked out because it's messy and blah blah blah. Like you need to make it clear, like your freaking out is making me feel like I don't want to be in this relationship. Yeah, like I don't want to yeah. be in this relationship. Yeah. So like, yeah, you that, need to find a, a a way out of that. Sometimes people don't realize how their actions are affecting others. Yeah. This this guy needs a wake up call on that. I think. And that being said, let's play devil's advocate. Like, cause one thing that I will admit that burned my grits early on burned my grits. um in a relationship <laughs> a relationship that you've been in for the that last I've few years been in for a while with someone who um, shall remain anonymous yeah um was like if i was doing chores they weren't doing chores and it just it kind of we like actively established like i did get frustrated i was like oh shit like i'm doing all this cleaning and you're pursuing your hobbies which will not be named um and so now related check out the new slum summer (laughs) streaming on spotify google play and itunes um but we kind of like without necessarily saying it establish this rule where like if one person is cleaning the other person is cleaning. And it doesn't matter what you're necessarily what cleaning. What if feels doesn't feel like cleaning that time? Well, so, and then you just check in. You're like, oh, I see you're doing that. Is that, <coughs> do you mind if I finish this? Or do you mind if I finish that? That's a good because one. everyone um, has like a cleaning, you know, when you get the cleaning bug? Yeah. And you're just like, oh my God, I got to clean this place. Yeah. My mom used to do that. She was not the greatest, like, <laughs> housewife. You know, she worked and... And we kind of lived in a certain level of messiness. Yeah. And I wouldn't say filth. I would say messiness. Mm-hmm. Just messy. And every once in a while, she would just, like, freak out and hand us a bucket full of soap and water <laughs> and make us clean. We were just yeah. like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, and that's what I was talking about earlier, like, having a partner that is has the same dirty clean <laughs> thresholds yeah, threshold, as you exactly. and also if it's like oh i'm cleaning and i'm gonna like do the dishes and clean the kitchen floor and somebody else is like picking up the living room or like they you know how you just like accumulate stuff mm-hmm. on all the surfaces like doing so it doesn't have to be a deep clean or i'm not talking about doling out about- buckets it's just like i'm just doing this you're just doing that, and it's like 45 minutes, and the house isn't that big. 45 minutes of two people doing something can make a big difference, and then you're done. Mm-hmm. Then you've done your work for the weekend. You, you can, can go enjoy out and have a fun. nice, yeah. clean house. Yeah, that's the rule that we somehow found ourselves on. It's been working quite, quite well. Um, it's yeah, it's true though. I mean, I'm just noticing. So they've been together for 10 years, but living together for two, and it's funny. Yeah, oh. there used to be a sort of old like, I don't know what you'd say, a saying. That like the first year of marriage is the hardest. Yeah. And uh, so they're there. I, so yeah, I mean yeah, they're 
you know, they're not married, but they're living together. And that's, I kind of feel like it's, it's not actually the first year of marriage. That's the hardest. It's the first year of living together. Yeah. Cause I, oh, I sure. remember the first year of living with my then boyfriend, now husband, we, there was a lot of fights over crap like this. Yeah. Our first year of marriage was fine. Cause we'd been living together for two years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was no change. Yeah. I always said it was exactly the same, except we had nicer towels. Like it was, you know, it was, <laughs> there was and no anybody change. anybody who thinks getting married will solve your relationship <laughs> problems. No. All you're going to get is nicer towels. Same problems. Nicer that is very Towels, true. Which is nice. Do not get married to solve your relationship problems. Definitely do or not. Definitely do not have get, a child to save your relationship and problems. Don't get but do get married, married if you want nicer towels. No, I said don't <laughs> yeah. get married for nicer towels. Why? That's, that's Jackie, Jackie doesn't want people to get married at all. But uh, but I think I think we've, we've been on this for right. a while. Yeah. Twice. All right. And very happy <laughs> being a non-married person. All right, moving on to the next one. So, this is a accidental question from a friend, uh, a friend's spouse whom I have never met and will go unnamed um, because we did not get permission to use their name. So I doubt <laughs> they listen to this because they are super good friends. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so this is coming at us from Sacramento. Hit hint. So, oh, Slum Summer Song. It's another Slum Summer Song. Check out Slum Summer, guys. They're a good band. I don't even know what the fuck Something like that. That was not the right words, but that's fine. Okay, so we're going back to the request Because we've already admitted the fact that this is January, mid-January, I'm sure you, just like us, are in a tizzy over Megxit. God, I wonder. Megxit, that's what it's called. Harry, Prince Harry, and Meghan Markle have announced their. um, I wonder where the situation will be by the time this airs. Yeah, their exit from the or, like pseudo exit from from our vantage point. They just recently announced that they're stepping away to carve out a progressive new role, (laughs) whatever that means. Um, So, (laughs) excuse me, my friend here is saying. This was a a text sent to my husband, and he passed it along to me, thinking it would be a good uh, dishes advice opportunity. He says, anyone here interested in the royal saga? My (coughs) wife needs an outlet to discuss it, and I'm failing her on the giving a shit front. (laughs) Can start a royal WhatsApp group or something. Now, Liz has already said, sign me up. I want to chat with my wife. (laughs) <laughs> about this because Liz loves the royals. Um, I but don't the... love them. I'm fascinated by them. <laughs> yeah, you you we decide the them. difference. Just wait till she gets rolling. Um, so the the question here is um, what to do when you don't care about your spouse's hobbies, interests. I mean, this particular one. There, otherwise, as far as I know, um, a deeply committed and connected couple. <laughs> Although I have only met one half of them, um, he speaks fondly and often of her, so so that's nice. But he's just having trouble because uh, he doesn't give shit about the royals, and she obviously 
um, is fascinated, and <laughs> that's what we're calling it, <laughs> by the Royals. So how do you how do you handle that, Liz? No talking about the Royals. I won't talk about the, I won't talk about the Royals. Yes, the Royals are. I always say it is it is a true guilty pleasure in that. No I, talking about them. Only I'm just for saying in my fascination <laughs> with the royal family because I I know it's stupid. I'm also a proud American and a proud Irish American, and both of those things Doesn't shouldn't make any shouldn't sense. care about All the right, royals. Can we stay on topic, please? On topic. <laughs> on topic. Um, well, I'm a firm believer that you need to have interests outside of your spouse, um, that you both need to have separate interests. You need to have things that you are into that they aren't into. I think that's good. I think it's healthy. I think it's good to remain separate entities, even if you are legally bound to one another. Not even married, in a relationship. You don't have to be married. One government, two systems. (laughs) Um, Is that how the old saying goes? (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Um, But, uh, yeah, I think, but also, part of being in any relationship, even a friendship, is occasionally having to indulge someone else's interests that you might not care that much about. Um... If it's something you find offensive, like, I don't know, I, I don't know, if they're, like, super into politics and you hate politics or something, you, you know, like, you, like, it, like you know, break out in hives when people start talking about politics, then, then you could be like, listen, I really don't want to talk about this, but if it's something they're really excited about and you're just like, I mean, I don't care, but sure, that, you know, you, sometimes you got to do the Indulge. old, you got to do the yeah. old smile and nod, you got to say, huh, oh, tell yeah. me more, oh, huh, that's funny. That's okay, funny. yeah, I don't know, oh, okay. that you is know. an interesting idea, you're right, <laughs> you know, you notice got... that you're right at the end there, <laughs> oh, that's point, honestly though, I will say what this guy did in seeking out people for her quite to talk nice. to, was quite thoughtful, yeah, actually, yeah. and um, she's gonna get one, and, and you know, honestly, he showed initiative, and he really reached out on her behalf, and and I think that's lovely. I think I think steering your partner toward other people who may be more passionate about it yeah. um, encourages yeah. her to make new friends. My my husband is always telling me about <clears throat> podcasts that he thinks I would find interesting that he would not listen to in a million years, but he hears about them and he thinks Liz might like that, and he turns me on to it. You know, and it's a it's a and uh, it's it's a thoughtful gesture. So yeah, I, I think that the way uh, the way this gentleman approached the situation was quite good. Yeah, Jackie, agree or disagree? <laughs> <laughs> what do you what do you do when your uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse, partner, whatever is super into something and really wants to talk about it, and you could well, not like, care you know, less? This this happens in my own relationship. I have. I know. This relationship yeah. that somebody talks about a certain subject, a certain subject, and I smile and nod. And then when I talk about certain things like sewing, I do a lot of sewing. And but she he, does costumery. He could not care less about it, and he nods and goes, "All right, yeah, whatever." And I realize that I'm boring him to death. <laughs> Be a little more polite about it. Don't don't let on how bored you are. Again, unless it's getting unless this is like day three of hearing about the royals yeah, and you really much, need it to stop. It's like I, I start, how is there anything more to read? I, I, I start talking about like you know sewing <laughs> techniques yeah. and stuff, and he's at first interested, and then he's like, oh. yeah. and I know I'm boring him. Um, I says, <laughs> I feel like it's hitting that so, mark of like you know you're not gonna agree yeah. on all the hobbies. You're not gonna be hundred percent always into the same thing yeah. that your partner is. 
it so goes back just, to you're just gonna have to deal with it. Remember one of our earlier <laughs> episodes when people were at, oh, someone was asking how you describe what you do for a job, mm-hmm. but like nobody ever wants to actually hear the answer to that question. Yeah. Like, I kind of feel like it's sort of related to that where you go. Like, my husband will make the mistake sometimes of asking me what I did at work that day. Oh, yeah. And, and he, he regrets it every time. <laughs> uh, because I because I happen to like my job, and so I'll kind of get into the details, and then I look up and I see... Because I'm, like, over. staring at my lap the whole time, apparently. But, like, he'll get that glazed-over look in his eyes. I'm like, oh, he's had enough. Yes. I'll dial it back. One of my one of my grandmothers, towards the end of her life, and her health was failing. You would call her and say, "Hey, Grams, how are you?" And she would tell you how she was, yeah. and you would hear her with me of aches and pains and medications and doctors' visits. And me and my dad used to joke like, "You gotta rephrase your question." She does know that's sort of like basically a rhetorical question. Yeah, right? but she's giving you exactly oh, yeah. what you asked. Yeah, <laughs> and so. To sympathize with grandma, sometimes you gotta get that shit off your it's chest, true. right? Yeah, like, it's true. I was a badass at work today, and this is what I did, and I am awesome. But then, like, if the person listening doesn't know what your job actually is, it's just. Or doesn't care. Or doesn't care. <laughs> Some combination of the two. You know, you just wait for that glassy look to appear, and then you cut yourself yeah. off. You're like, okay. <laughs> and be confident in your own job. You don't need their approval. I think something that's been coming up with us a lot recently, yeah, um, read the room. Know your audience. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that about does it. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to us, for indulging us. I mean, you're <laughs> welcome. <laughs> Write to us at thefictitiousdishes at gmail.com. Um, this is The Fictitious Dishes, signing off. Bye-bye. All right, Liz, give us your breakdown on Megxit. Yeah, Megxit. Come on. You know what, I... A I, time capsule. Uh, I know, I want to say I don't really want to because this is going to air so much after I... God knows, we, we... At this point, we hopefully know where they're living. I mean... <laughs> sounds like Canada. Canada. Yeah, yeah. Like Canada and the UK, but, um... What they're going to be doing, it's fascinating. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I won't bore the people. I, Do you I think he's still going to get money from the douchey? The douchey the of Cornwall. Just separating is, from the family, I mean, he doesn't get any of that sweet, t- corny douchey money? Taryn and, and I discussed earlier <laughs> about how... Cornwall? Um, Cornwall? Cornwall? I did how, a little bit of research. Harry and Meghan do, do seem to have a wild interpretation of the phrase financially independent. Um... Yeah, I imagine. Like, do you even know what that means? <clears throat> so yeah, the Duchy of Cornwall is private landownings that Prince Charles has. It's uh, it's not like technically taxpayer money, although it is something that he gets because of a law written in like literally the twelve hundreds. That's like that's like <laughs> what the monarchy is about. Like <laughs> so we're the God given. That's the purpose. Yes. Yeah. It's a, you know it's archaic and. Yeah. and um, inherited wealth to the Crazy. nth degree but uh yeah um i imagine they are still getting money from that though i mean that's kind of what it's for it's for the prince of wales and his children so um but he's not getting taxpayer money except a big thing that's under discussion right at now when we're talking How much is taxpayer money is who, do they get they get uh well so oh god i can really bore you to tears here it all wow, comes from a thing this. called the sovereign grant which is Whoa. the amount of money that goes oh, wow that goes towards the upkeep of the royal family essentially i believe the queen gets most of it but little bits get doled out to the other working royals 
Um, I believe they, 5% of their money comes from it. I haven't heard an exact number. I know that they used public money to upgrade their house. They used about uh, $3 million. Uh, it's like two it's and a half million pounds anymore, uh, to upgrade cool. their house, and that was at the taxpayers' expense. And a lot of people are like, and again, the whole kind of deal with the royals is like, okay, we'll do this, but you've got to. They're supposed to be working royals. They're supposed to go to things like ribbon cuttings and schools and um, charities I'll, I'll, I'll and all this. I I'll, listen. I'll I always hear about how hard it is to be royal. The British press is awful, but I still think I could do it. I could wear pantyhose every day. I could wear pantyhose every day. I could live yeah. in the best real estate. I could wear stupid hats. I could get to yeah. travel the world on the taxpayers' dime. Um, but then I'm gonna get tired of it, <laughs> and I don't want to do it anymore. I say, think I could I'm do it. Be uh, it doesn't matter. But, uh... Well, yeah. we won't ask you to predict the future here on record live recorded <laughs> podcast. Live recorded. Um, uh, yeah, but no, it'll be interesting. And it's, uh, you know, it's one of those things. It's like, it's like only the royal family cares because they're all about... They know how fragile and tenuous their grasp is on their position. They know how archaic and uh, kind of dumb the whole thing is. But... Holding on to it and doing the job is the only thing that keeps them going. That is like Queen Elizabeth's raison d'etre. That's why she's old, but she will not step down. Uh, she believes that she must do this until she dies. She yeah, believes that it's her duty. Yeah. Um, she, it's right? a, a God-given, but it is also mm-hmm. it is like a, a privilege and a duty, she believes. I mean, we've um, all watched The Crown. Exactly. Who, at this point, is just, like, chomping at the thing, <laughs> oh, waiting gosh. for this Get to season thing. eight or yeah. whatever, yeah. I haven't, I haven't watched The Crown. It's, it's good. It's good. It's good.